Welcome to Four Dram and Goal. We got our buddies from Chicago here in our virtual man cave, but we're not going to do cliche things like talk about Kanye West or use outdated Bears. or maybe we will a little bit. So grab a glass, put the game on mute and take a listen. Let's do this. Oh, shit. I forgot to record again. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, okay. Welcome to Four Dram and Goal. I'm your boy Kurt. I got my boy Dick here. Say what's up, Dick. What's up, Drammers? And we got our boys from Bourbon Matters. Y'all want to introduce yourselves real quick? Uh, I'm Jake. I'm Dan. I'm Roberto PDL. All right. All right. Bourbon here. Matters in the house. So Tonight, before Dick hits us with all the socials, we're going to talk about our little collaboration that we're doing. We're going to talk some sports. We're going to talk some good whiskey. We're going to get into the little differences and maybe similarities that we got here in Texas and they got up there in Chicago. I got a feeling there's not going to be too many. But uh, before we do all that and have a good night, Dick, let people know where we could hear us. All right, Drammers and Bourbon Matters followers, as you're listening to this episode, it's a good thing to always make sure that you're helping us grow our shows. Uh, tell your friends about us, making sure following us on Spotify, subscribing on YouTube, and then liking and subscribing on all the different podcast streaming apps out there. The best way to get in contact with us is through our Instagram at 4th Dram. You can go through our link tree right there, see our website as well as our Spotify, and I'll kick it to the Bourbon Matters guys real quick uh, to give us all their contact info. Wow, they're so much more professional. Than I know. Like, way, wow. way I feel like more. an amateur here. I feel like I'm playing in the live, <laughs> the live, the live, leave, whatever it is. <laughs> no, we're the PGA. You guys are the live. Um, oh, nice. Well, you're you're getting way more money than, than we are. Yeah, but you guys have a lot more followers. So. <laughs> and we're getting uh, zero money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we got five dollars. Yeah, we're five dollars. So. We got five dollars from Anchor or something like that. Uh, yeah, thanks for having us. Bourbon Matters. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram. It's also the best way to engage with us. Bourbon Matters is the handle, or at Bourbon Matters, and we're on Facebook as well. And it's also Bourbon Matters, and we have a website actually, bourbonmatterspodcast.com, which has the bios and the pictures and the episodes. So yeah, good way to follow us. Yep, uh, and you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Stitcher. And uh, coming soon, uh, YouTube as well. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Are you guys actually starting to do video on YouTube or are you just going to upload the audio? Yeah. So, uh, next week will be our first video episode. Um, I'm not going to do the backlog of episodes because it seems like a lot of work. Uh, So, (laughs) we're going to do, uh, we're going to crack Dan's Infinity Bottle for the first inaugural video episode. So, it'll be a good one. We're excited. I'm uh, eager to listen to that one. Do you guys have at least the list of everything that's added to it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I I got the list. I was going to try and do the mash bills for everything and then make what percentage of every single thing is in there. But some of them are undisclosed mash bills. So the mega mash bill, my my dream of like, this is twenty seven point two one percent malted rye and like all the (laughs) random stuff is, is out the window. So I'll just have the whole list. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, well, we know you guys do a kick-ass, with, kick-ass job with your podcast. Um, I know you're up to what, like 26, 27 episodes now? Like published? Uh, we just recorded episode 24. 24, okay. 24 but there's been yeah. two special episodes in there. Yeah. So be officially 26. So 26. See, I guess I was right. So yeah. Yeah. There you go. You know yeah. our podcast better than us. So yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm drunk through most of it anyway. So I don't remember. 
Well, I want to ask you guys a question before we get started. And it's really a question that you guys asked us when we did the collab with you on your podcast. Um, we really want to understand a little bit about how you guys got started and what really drove you to actually start recording yourself bullshitting and drinking whiskey. Oh, geez. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I had been looking to do some sort of podcast for a while. Um, I was kind of like uh, playing with the idea of doing like music and movies and um, every everything that I like started kind of just fell through. Um, and so I was like kind of just going to give up. Um, but then when we started hanging out and drinking whiskey, I was like, well, uh, why don't we do a bourbon podcast? And yeah. Roberta was like, fuck yeah, like all yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, that's exactly how it started. You know, I think we told a story at some point uh, with you guys that, and not to go too deep into our story, but, you know, I, I got introduced to bourbon about two or three years ago. Uh, these guys also like bourbon and we started talking about uh, bo different bottles, different experiences. I think they started getting a lot in into bourbon because I was already a lot in bourbon. Yeah. And so we were exchanging notes and tasting some. Really well, Dan, Dan told me about the, the myth of Roberto because uh, I hadn't met him uh, yeah. previously. So we went over to his house and uh, I saw his whiskey room and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Then he was like, well, let's open a Taylor Rye. And I was like, oh, OK. And I was like, I didn't even think this was like available anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and then I told Dan later that I had like a religious experience drinking that. So I was like, yeah. this is uh, this is a good path to go down. <laughs> it was great. You know, we click connected. And uh, like Jake said, he, he was saying like, hey, let's do a podcast. It took a while. You know, Jake was bringing yeah, that up like twice a week for <laughs> for like uh, freaking six months. And we're finally we just decided to pull the trigger, got together in Jake's basement and started recording episodes. I think it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Sounds like Roberto Gosh. kind of pulled the crew together with this big bourbon energy. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we had a bottle <laughs> like big, that. Big type of energy that he has. Just let's yeah. put that out there. There's no other big fill in the blank type energy for Roberto. I mean, it's there's, big, there's big things, but you know, not, like a, not a Pete Davidson guy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no. um, we had a, we had a similar bottle experience. The one that really bonded us together, except it wasn't Taylor Rye. It was long branch, but you know, to each their okay. own and, a yeah. little different, little different bottle there. But uh, <laughs> Dick, as Dick was saying, we pretty much got tired of just talking to each other. And Dick did a really good job at reaching out and finding you guys. And it's been an awesome couple of episodes and a couple of weeks. Uh, I'm glad Dick asked all the important questions about how y'all got started. We've talked about ours numerous times, and I'm sure you guys are tired of hearing that one as well. <laughs> but uh, I'm glad y'all are here. And and I'll let Dick do his thing when he introduces our bottle that we will all be enjoying today. All right. So appreciate that, Kurt. So what we're going to be drinking tonight is Old Forester 1920. Uh, this is a 115 proof offering from, I believe it's the Brown Foreman Corporation. Um, comes in right about 60 bucks, at least where we are locally. I think I paid like 58 today. Um, but I want to kick it to the Bourbon Matters, guys. Any notes you have on this uh, bottle specifically? Or I'm curious, how much does it run up there? Yeah, so about the same here. Yeah, um, it's pretty easy to find here. Um, I mean, most liquor stores are going to have it in. They might not have the 1920 in. It might be the 1910 or some of the other old Foresters. Uh, unfortunately, no birthday bottles of old Foresters no. that I've yeah. ever seen up here. Uh, 
Yeah, it's, I mean, same thing up here. Uh, easy to find, or fairly easy to find. Good classic bourbon to drink. Prohibition style bourbon is always fun. Makes you feel yeah. like you're back in the roaring 20s. Yeah. You guys are like breaking like, it like it's a like speakeasy now, right? there, so. Good yeah. thing uh, we're in the roaring 20s right now. Yeah. Too, the roaring 20s. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. God, yeah. so many, so many promises. Inflation is out of control. The 30s start tomorrow. <laughs> no, exactly. No. Three quarter interest rate hike today. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Next thing you know, they're going to ban alcohol again. Jeez. Uh, it's all good. We can start another business there. There you go. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, like Dan was saying, this bottle is pretty relatively easy to find i mean i you, you find it on the shelf here in stores uh and it's we were talking th- about this at some point like you can find here in illinois as opposed to texas you can find these things at the grocery store at cvs at walgreens which is pretty bizarre when i moved here from texas yeah. when i was like shit walgreens has liquor it's <laughs> like this is great uh and i haven't stopped drinking since <laughs> yeah it's just has just, an effect on you just the other day i texted roberto because he didn't have one yet I was at our local grocery store and I go, Hey, Roberto, there's a bottle of Knob Creek 12 here on the shelf. Do you want one <laughs> from the grocery? <laughs> yeah. They, they, the grocery store had their case with a bottle of yeah. Buffalo trace angels, envy and Elijah Craig in the case. And Knob Creek 12 is just sitting yeah. out on the shelf. <laughs> right so. next to the tampons. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those, convenient those are in up. short supply right now, man. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. So then my follow-up question to you is, you talked about 1910. Have y'all experimented with 1915? I've experimented with a lot of things, but not 1915. I'm trying to remember. Um, I think I actually have 1915 in the basement. Do you? Um, oh. Yeah. Because that's a lower proof one, right? Yeah. You take 50% 10 and 50% 20, put it together. I think it comes out at 104. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I've tried a couple different ones at one of the liquor stores by us, uh, but I can't remember all which ones I've tried. Yeah. Yeah, I have no clue. I have no clue. Yeah, I, I can't remember which yeah. one I've got. Well, if you want to get crazy with the cheese whiz, just mix the 20 and the 10 together and you got 15. There you go. Nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> good math. <laughs> Dude, I've been drinking since like seven or something. So I don't know. I, I'm not making any sense. AM or PM? Which one? Well, no, hopefully, thankfully, the PM. Uh, although it would have been a rough work day. <laughs> it's okay. We tend to not make sense by about the third gram. So you're going to be. Right on par with us. Well, we haven't um, even got to the first one yet, so I think we yeah. are in trouble. <laughs> even better. Uh, no, this one, we so we actually rated this one in one of our first couple of episodes, and I remember it had a very good rating. We liked some things about it, so it would be interesting to compare what we thought back then and what we think now and see how you guys enjoy it. So, yeah, uh, Dick, you got anything else in that? Are you ready to get into that second gram? So I think, Kurt, with that being said, let's go ahead and get into that second gram, sir. All right. So we're going to kind of title the second dram, really just getting to know our friends from Chicago. So this is all about asking you guys some questions about your experiences in Chicago, specifically around sports. What are your thoughts? I know you guys have some various backgrounds and, and followings, uh, but really want to better understand the culture that is Chicago sports or really whatever your personal preferences are, whichever is more entertaining, to be honest. Yeah. So, I mean, we kind of talked about this in, in our crossover episode, but uh, we don't like Joe Buck. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Agreed. <Nobody>. Cheers. <laughs> His mom doesn't like him. Uh. <laughs> uh. Hey, I can really appreciate the. I think all of us the Blackhawks uh, jersey. By the way, that's pretty cool. It's called a sweater. Right. It's is a it sweater. is it? I thought it was a jersey. 
It's a black. It's a yeah. Sweater. The purists say that it's a sweater, and that's fine. Yeah, um, Dan. Dan saw yours in the the reflection of your uh, reel posted earlier in the day, so I went and grabbed mine. Throw mine on. Yeah, love it. I don't know which color I like, but I think I might like the red jersey better. But this is oh, the yeah. only one I could find with the grizzly on the back. The white one's oh, still pretty cool. It is um, cool. I love the white yeah. one. Uh, you know, I gotta say, when the Blackhawks play at United Center in the red jersey, it's it's just hands down one of the best sports experiences. Yeah, that's out there. the shit. It is I so cool to go to a game at United Center at a home game again when they're wearing the the uh, the red jersey or sweater. Um, and then, so, you know, another thing about the Blackhawks too, if you go to the games, um, the national anthem, of course, is played before the the game. And I forget the guy, the guy's name. What's it? What's his name? Jim Cornelson. Jim Cornelson. Yes. And he, uh, he starts singing. He's an opera singer, I think by, by trade. Right. So he actually sings, I think in Chicago opera and, and he sings the anthem at United center. You know, there's every single game, every game, 50,000 people at this place. Does he get good? paid well for it yeah he does um he's he's got all the championship he's oh, yeah. not in the opera anymore I, I don't think he's on opera for a while because oh, he retired his, his oh he just does all the games so he's doing well, that yeah, he does uh, he does the national anthem and for he every travels too yeah thing. he travels so, too and does a lot like, of kyle i was at a northwestern game where he sang yep, a national oh, yeah. anthem and a bunch of games and you know my, my first time going to a blackhawks game uh i did admit you know the the anthems like halfway through and everybody started cheering. I'm like, what the hell oh, yeah, is well, going on? Yeah, so the tradition. Did they see Vince that... Vaughn? <laughs> <laughs> He's usually there. He's there quite He's often. Actually, yeah. Vince Vaughn oh, I'm so street. jealous. Yeah. He grew up not too far from. from yeah, the, the tradition is to go like absolutely bananas through the yeah. entire national anthem. Because um, I think it, it was a, a game in like 1991 where right before the game started, they announced that. Uh, desert storm had ended so everyone just like Start went cheering. crazy yeah. through the whole anthem and it just never stopped and now it's that tradition <laughs> so the first time if you you know move to chicago you're like i don't understand why they're being disrespectful <laughs> cheering through the anthem yeah. i was actually concerned like what the fuck let the guy <laughs> sing the anthem and and then i real you know at some point somebody's like oh that's exactly how it is but it's yeah hands down one of my best sports experiences is sit through <clears throat> national anthem at united center at a, at a Blackhawks game. Yeah, it's cool. So, so that's perfect for me to set up the one thing I was really wanting to ask you guys. When it comes to Chicago and it comes to like the history of it, you, you guys had MJ, you had the Bulls of the 90s. What's like, what's the Mount Rushmore there? Is it the Hawks? Is it the the, the Bulls? Is it the Cubs? Why, like, what is it that uh, takes Who is in the precedent? Super Bowl shuffle? <laughs> ah. it's, it's no one. <laughs> the Hawks were big in the early 2010s. When they were yeah. winning championships, and everyone jumped on that bandwagon, uh, and it was really fun and exciting. But it is you have two sports teams, both that haven't done anything in ages. That people you you cannot walk through the streets without hearing anything about MJ or the '85 Bears. Yeah, mind you, we're coming up on the 40th anniversary of that. Yeah, <laughs> and it's still the greatest team of all time in this area. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the the biggest ones ever, obviously Michael Jordan, Walter Payton. Um, Dicka. I'd probably put Dick. Yeah, Dick has got to be up there. Um, I'd probably put uh, either Kane or Taves up there. Taves, yeah. Um, and then either Rizzo or Bryant for the Cubs. Ooh. Which are who's no like, who's like yeah. the unsung hero of Chicago? Like, who's our Texas's Moose Johnson? 
of Chicago that maybe doesn't get all the love. And Dick's already making oh, a face because he's probably like um, Rex Grossman. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. nicely done. I thought it'd be Jay Cutler. Come on, Jay Cutler. Yeah. If, if you if you've been in a a quarterback in Chicago, no one likes you except oh. for McMahon. Except I was going to say, come on. Well, uh, you'll, even, you'll catch people now saying like, yeah, Jim McMahon was a shit quarterback. Like, oh, well, <laughs> I mean, Dick could have been the quarterback of that team and they probably would have won the Super Bowl with that defense. But... I feel like he was the vanilla ice of that team. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't yeah, you hate vanilla ice? ice? I missed, uh, I missed Erlacher. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, he's the too. one at the... He, he's not the unknown. I would... He's no, the he's not the, the unknown, hair. but... He's I mean, the one he's with the like... O'Hare billboards at O'Hare. There we go. <laughs> it's the, the uns, most unsung hero or the most biggest folk hero of Chicago. I mean, I, I feel like we're missing a black I, hawk. I would I would days. honestly say Rodman, Dennis Rodman. Oh, yeah. Oh, a a the, they talk about yeah. a crossover. Yeah. San Antonio, <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> he is not liked in San Antonio. That's or, for sure. or even Pippin. Nah, he was there for what, 17 Pippen. days of San Antonio? <laughs> no, well, yeah, he was. He was there for like what? It was like half a season. He, nice. he was there for a couple of seasons. I, yeah. I mean, everybody likes to conveniently forget Rodman. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was always Jordan Pippen, and then Rodman was probably the one of the unsung heroes. Um, Tony Kukoc, Luke Longley, Luke, Luke Longley, Tony Kukoc. Longley. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that'd be the biggest ones. Uh, I mean, there's some really old school football players like Bronco Nagurski and stuff like that that are in the 30s and 40s. That no one that most people aren't gonna know. Yeah, they um, don't remember. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I mean, do you want to run through all the Chicago disappointments now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect because that sets me up for my next question. Speaking of Chicago disappointments, but they've both won a World Series like in the last 25 years. The mayor is a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> that's for our political whiskey show. Uh, so there was this big thing last year. I, I said too much about my love for John Cusack on one of our podcasts. That was probably a five whiskey I night. I understand. Oh, that. yeah. Stand by me. Oh, Dude, yeah. Uh, oh, time machine. Oh, there you go. <laughs> 1408. Oh, 1408 <laughs> is a good movie. Um, so there was a big controversy. Some Somebody called him out. Somebody from Barstool called him out because he was wearing a White Sox had i believe when they were successful and he goes back and forth oh he yeah, oh, yeah. he does he's uh yeah he's a switch hitter yeah can you do that was that frowned no. upon there it's yeah Very, it's highly frowned upon extremely. uh it, when you normally live in la and you fly out you know once a year to go to a couple games you know they let you get away with that right. but yeah you're not allowed to you're not allowed no. to flip-flop when you're from here no but at do all. you hate him i mean he's a homer and he's done it for so long he doesn't get like the pass well, he's not like he's not like Bill Murray, where Bill Murray will not go to a stock Sox game. No, that he's a Cubs guy. <laughs> he's a Cubs guy, true and true. Nice, and I think he's yeah. a whiskey drinker too. He is. Well, maybe at least in the movie, yeah. I mean, he drinks everything, and I think he smokes about everything too. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is, and he did not age well. I think I could party uh, with Bill Murray. Um, yeah, no, you don't. You you really don't. You 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 have a team, and you don't go to Cubs games or Sox mm-hmm. games. I mean, you go to one. But you you normally just don't don't cross over to the next team. Yeah, you know? I mean the celebrities you know get their pass just because nobody really wants to deal with them, right? Anyway, but so. even the celebrities have theirs because yeah, man, like, back probably about ten years ago there was big TV campaigns around here with Nick Offerman being the diehard Ron Swanson being the diehard Northsider. Oh, that's true. And then yeah. you had uh, Craig Robinson. 
is a South diehard Southsider. South yeah, yeah. And they would do their commercials together. Yeah. But it's it's your one or the other. And I, I don't understand. I'm not a big baseball guy. I don't like either of them. Um, I like the Cubs. But it to me, it's like they're different leagues. <laughs> like, yeah. what's the big deal? Yeah. <laughs> it's if you had an NFC team and an AFC team. Well, football. It's, yeah, it's, but they could play each other in the World Series potentially could, one day. Yeah. Okay, let's look at the history. So there. You got to you got to keep what, that hate that at would the be highest level, series, just in case. I, bro. I can relate to that. I feel like that's an Aggie Longhorn situation. No, nobody cares about the Aggies. But I was going to bring up the uh, <laughs> the Cowboys and Texans because no, nobody cares about that rivalry either. But they do more than they should because they're not even. Oh, in the they same don't freaking conference. What Cowboys fans don't even on? think about Texans. Yeah, they don't. Okay. Yeah, you oh, know. I've got a surprise for you guys that we're talking oh, about the Cowboys. Go. Oh, uh, here we go. Cowboys are a great team. <laughs> the Cowboys are a great team. <laughs> Did y'all see the clip of that weatherman that went viral? No. no. Oh, so tell him. T- he was talking about the weather, and he goes, we got a little bit of cowboy weather going on, peaking in the 90s all week, and it was... <laughs> no. Yes. Oh, oh. That is a good one, too. That's Holy great. crap. <laughs> brutal, but perfect. Where was he? Uh, where what time was he in? I don't know. It was like a nine second clip of literally just him. That's all he he just delivered, right? Like the seven the seven day outlook. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Savage. Um, that is so I, awesome. I know you guys wanted to talk a little bit about Texas barbecue. I think we've talked enough about Texas oh, yeah. sports that we don't have to indulge that. But okay, Chicago, deep dish or hot dog. And from where? Wait, you can't choose deep dish or hot dog. <laughs> well, give give us both then. Oh yeah, okay. Okay. There, there, deep dish. It's not an or. Lumonatis. Deep dish Lumonatis, hands down. Yeah, there there is controversy around that because some people are uh, Giordano's. Is, is that the one that does the frozen ones you could buy like within the store? I think they both do. Uh, Lumonatis yeah. will do that too. Yeah, well, lose you you can have them shipped to you. Yeah. Uh, but like Giordano's is in some like super. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, is that if they, yeah, okay. that's what you're referring to? Yeah, yeah. Lou Malnati's is only gets shipped. Lou, Lou Malnati's also has their gluten free pizza option. What? Which hold on, you say that the crust is sausage. Yeah. So they just take ground <laughs> sausage and press it. Is that, a, is that also keto? <laughs> it's totally keto. Yeah, it's uh, that does sound keto. <laughs> but it is. There is no breaded crust. It is just sausage. Paleo, yeah. keto, whatever. You, it is. Their sausage is really good, and their sausage. I may go to Chicago just because of that. Yeah, Dude. well, well, that's why Lou's like big thing is that if you order a sausage, yeah, it's a sheet of sausage. It's a sheet. It's a sheet of. Sausage. It's not like crumbled sausage. Right. It's a sheet, and it's it's right on, on the top of the crust, right with on the, the crust sauce with on the top. Sauce. Yeah, and yeah. you know the thing is, Giordano's is it's in my opinion, it's just terrible. It's like a, it's like eating Campbell's soup because it's it's just a soup of freaking. Tomato sauce in a dish. They, yeah, they put a lot of sauce. It's a crap little sauce. And in my opinion, it shouldn't be like that. It's like Lumonatis. That's why I love Lumonatis because they have the chunk tomatoes with some of the sauce and yeah. the sheet of sausage and then the cheese. And with the cheese, they're like big provolone slices like this big. Yeah. That's a good sheet right there. Yeah. So anyway, it's it's hands down, I think, the best Chicago pizza. Yeah. And hot dogs are... Uh... Hot dogs, you got to go to Portillo's. Yeah, Portillo's. Or um, what's the one right there in Wheeling by your place? Super Dog. Super Dog. Yeah. Oh, Super Dog's uh, Super not dogs. real. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's t- like the thing about Chicago is that 
every hot dog in Chicago is a Vienna beef hot dog. So they're all pretty much the same. It's the same freaking link. Yeah. In every place. I remember one time me and my buddy went to uh, Cincinnati Reds and Cubs game. And uh, one of his friends is from there. And uh, he was texting him and his buddy was like, oh, you got to go get a sky dog. Oh, so we're no. Like, we we're like, okay. It was like this nasty ass skyline. Nasty is a skyline ass chili on it. Yeah, we were like, oh, "What is this? This is disgusting." Yeah, it's spaghetti, man. Like you're, you told you told people from Chicago to go get a nasty, a ass, nasty ass hot dog. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, it's like what do you like? Yeah. You think we would be like, oh, this is so good? <laughs> like, no." <laughs> yeah, Jake made a, a good point on the hot dogs. The ingredients are exactly the same whether you get it from a from a car downtown, from like a little push cart downtown, or Portillo's. Yeah, because the uh, the Vienna link is exactly the same thing in every single place you go as long as they have the sign that says vienna hot dog mm-hmm. uh the the neon relish is the same brand yeah. mostly that everybody uses the hot peppers is almost exactly the same brand i think that everybody uses too and then yeah. of course you chug oh, that sounds so good onions and tomatoes <laughs> yeah right, so know that you are not allowed to put ketchup on a hot dog zero ketchup no i agree with really? that that was yeah, that was a rule of Bourdain, and I live by it just because yeah, of that. So only I agree. mustard. If you're gonna, oh, man, if yeah. you're gonna put some kind of sauce, it's got to be mustard. What about mayonnaise? Oh. See you if you. Oh, mayonnaise on a burger, I'll find. Yeah, there's no mayonnaise on the hot dog. The, the one thing I'll say about Chicago pizza and and even Chicago hot dog, like deep dish pizza, is good on occasion, but it is a it is a lasagna with the crust around it. Yeah, it's all it's, deep yeah. dish. It's a million pizzas. calories, yeah. Um, and the so, same thing with the hot dog. It is just as much calories as you can throw on something. Yeah. It is. Like I read an article once and it was a joke, but it's kind of true that the number one vegetable in Chicago is jardinera. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's basically yeah. what it boils down to. Well, that's the one thing that, that I think most of the country, as far as I, I can tell, doesn't get to experience is the Italian beef. I, yes, that's a really good point, which is amazing. Yeah, but like, I yeah. never knew it until I came here. Yeah, if anyone's yeah. Yeah, ever yeah. traveling to Chicago, get an Italian beef. It doesn't really matter where you get it from. It's just so freaking. It's good. just yeah, because so like good. they don't do it anywhere else. Yeah. they yes. do it. They try to do it in a couple places here, but I it's I can yeah. imagine that it's nowhere just as good. But you definitely you had oh, me man. at peppers. You so had me at peppers. You don't, you don't know what it's like until they. They put the meat in the sandwich and dunk the whole thing in the grease and then yeah. give it to you. I've, I've had that here. I've had that here and it was good. But like I said, I can't, yeah. I can't imagine. Dick's dying to ask something. So I, do. Gotta- I, I, ha- I have to ask. I have to ask. So you said that a Chicago pizza is basically like a lasagna with a pie crust, right? So <laughs> I heard a little bit of like, it's not maybe like the bee's knees. Do you perf- what's your favorite type of pizza? Like where location geographically? Oh, shit. Like, know, are you gonna uh, say like New York style is better? I'm not saying New York's better. Mm, Every no, pizza guy's no. like, I like a thin crust with like New York style. I heard New York style, no, but well, not, not no. like the sleet where you yeah. fold it up. Like, give me a crispy thin crust. Yeah, it's yeah. gotta be crispy. You are gonna bite into it. Chicago thin crust. So you like a Papa John's pizza? No, no, no. Chicago thin crust is so <laughs> specific. And it's another one of those that you don't know what it is until you come here and see it. Yeah. Well, Chicago there's a thing crosses one. It's cut in squares. Yeah. Yeah. It's not cut in slices. It's like it's cut in little squares. Yep. And it's it's uh, Dan was saying it's a little crispy. Yeah. Uh, it's not it don't you can't fold that. If you pick up in. the piece, it holds its integrity. Yep. Then it's good. <laughs> OK. All right. I can get behind that. So then, then there's a place down the street from me that actually makes a double decker yeah. where it's one pizza and then a second pizza on top. 
and then they roll the cru- both crusts over it to make excellent. a giant crust. It so is good. Excellent. Again, we're very healthy. <laughs> yeah. That's why I gained 40 pounds in the pandemic. So yes. then, so then let me ask you this. So like my wife and I are going to New York in about a month and a half. We got to do like cat's pastrami, right? You have to go do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What yeah. is the spot when we go to Chicago, you know, early next year after the freezes are over early spring, where's the uh, spot okay. we got to go come here early next year. It's going to be freezing. Still. <laughs> yeah. All right. June next year. What's the place where they yell at you? The hot dog place in Chicago. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, uh, Wiener circle. The Wiener circle. The Wiener circle. Yeah. So there's this hot dog stand. And uh, you go there and the the cashiers just berate you the whole time and then give you your hot dog. And they, I mean, they start just <laughs> cussing at you left yeah, and right. It's like and Dick's last, last resort style. It's like, kind of, but worse. So like a, Hispa- <laughs> like a Hispanic family that I grew up in. Or there's a black family. Uh, so I, I will, I'll be used to it. It's fun. So uh, the Wiener Circle actually got so famous that at some point it had its own show on True TV. And this is like, oh, I think I have seen it like is, 2008. Yeah. Is uh, it open late and like people yeah, like yeah, when they're like slammed? Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And okay. They, I, I, you know, if you take if you take a while to decide on your order, I mean, she'll be like, get the fuck out of here. Let the rest <laughs> of the people order. Go back to the line. <laughs> OK, so then my wife can't go there. Got it. OK. <laughs> um, OK, so this is yeah, so the this, other place you got to go to is Al's Beef. Al's Ooh. beef is really good. Yeah, if you want, if you want an Italian beef, and they have yeah. they have good hot dogs yeah, too. Um, but their their jardinera is the best. It's their jardinera. It's crazy really hot, good. but it's so good. Oh, yeah. that's my language right and it's, there. You know, another note on on pizzas and hot dogs and everything. In Chicago is that it's funny because the joke is that you only go to those places when people come from out of town, right? When people are visiting you from yep. out of town. Yeah. You we know those places. Eats, you go to Portillo's, yeah. you go to Al's beef and. Oh, you know what? We didn't talk about Gino's. Gino's East. Yeah. 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 That's not that yeah. I mean, about. it's, I don't know. I mean, I don't like Gino's. Is either. that pizza? Yeah, Gino's is good. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. the other, the like trifecta is yeah. Lou Malnati's, Gino's East and, and Giordano's. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Which, and probably ranked in that order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. So I know Dick's chopping at the bits. This is, we talked about it last time. This is, we are open session. We know we have the best barbecue state in the whole country. Oh, There's no arguing that. Uh, so feel free to ask uh, any questions you want. Yeah, I got a question. I didn't know you guys are from Kansas City. Oh, <laughs> I like my I like my wheat. I said rye rub. Not I was going to say barbecue, yeah. not sauce. Sauce. That's a different show. We'll talk about that. I won't fight you on that one. What I what I really appreciate about a good Texas style brisket, there's no flair. You just, just get some salt and pepper, yeah. and you you throw that thing in the smoker. Yeah. That's the way to do it. It's all it's all about the the critique. That's the beer, what they the tell patience. you. Yeah. yeah. Um. Dude. I tell you what. I've tried something recently. If you guys want to do a brisket. A little bit of Lowry's seasoned salt on there. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's actually like a new flair that a lot of Central Texas barbecue joints are yeah. putting on theirs. Huh. So, uh, you know, I, I, I haven't been to a other than Rudy's, which is kind of crap barbecue. I haven't been to a, a barbecue place in San Antonio in a while. If, if I go, I mean, I'm going this week. Anything I should try? Like places that are going to knock your socks off or places that are better than Rudy's? Uh no, like like everything, the, like something really really good. Yeah. All right. So I went to Two M Smokehouse, which is kind of like on the like southeast side of San Antonio. It's a, it's a fucking drive, especially from where you're gonna be. Um, it's okay. It's yeah. not anything to like write home about. There's not 
really a there's no beer so it's like byob though okay um, but if you're looking for like some you know solid san antonio kind of like i wouldn't say straight up central texas style but it's it's a solid san antonio barbecue it's good to go where you're really gonna want to go is like you want to go to lockhart try all the fun places you want to go lockhart in san antonio no no there's a blacks on uh new new Braunfels, but like blacks is Got it. okay blacks is the way you guys were talking about that kind of like oh that place Gino's East or whatever. That's yeah, 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 yeah. that's the blacks. Okay, that's barbecue good. kind of place, and it's chained out, so it's not really as good. But like, oh, if you yeah. truly go to Lockhart, yeah. that's pretty good. But um, Lockhart, Texas, you're not talking about Lockhart barbecue. No, I'm talking about Lockhart, Lockhart, Texas. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because in <laughs> Dallas, there's Lockhart barbecue, which is amazing. No, um, no, not that place. We still want to go to Goldie's up in Dallas. That's kind yeah. of like yeah, on our list right now. That's on the Franklin's is next because I haven't barbecue, been there. Man. Yeah. Franklin's is hands down ask. the best in Texas. Bar none. Well, you have to understand. Find Dick me about it. Some, Dick would do some things to Aaron Franklin if you had. I would leave my wife for Aaron Franklin. He has a little crush. He's so he, he is the like master the class, master class, right? Yeah, yeah. He does, and yes. then like if you want like the Bible of Texas barbecue, just buy his book. Yeah. Oh, his book. Okay. I'm yeah. He's in the movie. Actually, has two books. John Favreau too. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's just like a unassuming looking dude. He opened up like an. Asian barbecue place here in Houston that is on my to-do list. And apparently it's like, yeah, apparently it's like done so successful that they're opening up another location. I'm not sure if it was in Houston. It's a partnership with the dude from that show though. Yeah. It's not just him, but I mean, it's, it's been popular. So that's still on the to-do list, but. um, So don't know if we answered your question. Sorry. I went rabbit hole on you guys. Uh, So one of the things on my list, if I go to Texas is to go to uh, meet church in um uh, i can't remember it starts with a w yeah walks a hatchy my parents actually live right there really yeah Did, john kitna was a high school coach there for a little bit <laughs> oh no way <laughs> mm-hmm. that's in the middle of nowhere man yeah yeah this guy makes these bomb ass seasonings wow. they're so good good to know i've driven through it many times i've never actually been yeah he's like a traeger partner and stuff so he okay. does like a bunch of cooking but yep i've done the pellets which are it's hard like the whole pellet thing we i get a lot of shit for it first off i'm a second off, boy and <laughs> second well, off, i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a pass if you're in chicago kurt lives in texas and has a fucking pellet smoker <laughs> well i can't hear you because my steaks are so good off my fucking trigger anyway uh four so my, four solid smoker manufacturers right around you <laughs> so the pellets are good and then i've had the voodoo seasoning from meat church which is it gives a nice little kick it's nice yeah, it's but uh yeah no definitely check that place out if you get down there but we still got a couple places to go on our tour of barbecue this year we did snows we've got franklin's coming up and then like you said we want to do goldies in fort worth by the end of the year because they have the holy grail top 50 places in texas every year yeah and goldies was number one uh wow. Any institutes in uh, Chicago we're talking about when it comes to barbecue? Smoke's mm. probably the biggest one. SMOQ. Smoke is great. Q-U-E. Q-U-E is. Unnerving, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah uh, so. We, because, I mean, Smoke's really the the only one that comes to mind for me. Yeah. Uh, smoke is in the city. Usually, if it's a barbecue place in Chicago, they're copying someone else's style. <laughs> And smoke is Texas barbecue. It there is it? Okay. Yeah, actually, they market it as Texas barbecue because <laughs> yeah. they uh, they were in what what's that show? <clears throat> Man versus food. Oh yeah, I think it was that. Oh, no, it was uh, diners and dives with that other oh, guy. With guys. Guy Fieri. Yeah. 
Uh, so it's really famous in Chicago because it was in a couple Ferrari. of shows, actually. Okay. And uh, and the line is always out the door. It's one of those where you can't just go and sit. You have to wait in line, get your food, and then get a table. And that line is always like wrapped around the building a couple times. So uh, it's probably like your C-grade Texas place. Probably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's really good. I mean, I, I've got plenty of Texas barbecue. And I, I got to say, Smoke does a really good job. I really I like it. That's like, that's nice. the business model, though. Like, have enough of the know-how and then import the equipment to a place that doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Like, if you brought, you know, <laughs> Chicago-style pizza down to San Antonio, like, you'd probably go crazy because I think it would do really well. That's not true. There is a Chicago pizza in San Antonio, and I've ate there, and it's... Remember you were saying... I said do it to- well. Tomatoes, say- tomato soup lasagna. <laughs> tomato Campbell's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... That's what it, it wasn't bad, but like I said, it's I yeah. haven't had Chicago, so I can't tell you. But Dude, you uh, I really want to, I really want to get to our fourth round because I think that's going to be where we talk about a lot. Not even to so the third one yet. If you'd let me finish, Dick, <laughs> <laughs> let's give the nose on this class so we can get into the third round because let's face it, we're talking about the Texans, Bears, and Packers. There's probably not going to be a lot to talk about. So, nose on the glasses, gentlemen. We could either do notes or ratings, whatever y'all want to do. Well, it's your show, so I think you guys always do the ratings. No, I think you guys should do the ratings with us. Well, we can do the ratings with you, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll prove you wrong if that's what you guys want. <laughs> nice. <laughs> then you know what? Go for it, my friend. Well, I'm pouring everyone else's here real quick. Let me let me get. I sorry. I, I mean, I'll 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 start off with a, a right. little color assessment. This is a nice uh, like Coca Cola color. Yeah, it's pretty dark. Um, yeah, pretty pretty solid, like caramel color. It's nice. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. Maple syrup, caramel. Yeah, uh, I'm really enjoying this. I mean, this is a this is a great freaking bourbon. Yeah, it's I'll, good. I'll, I'll I don't know. The nose is okay for me. I'm probably gonna throw it in the B range. Um, a lot of a lot of maple syrup, a lot of caramel. Um, I don't get a lot of oak smell. It's not a very strong alcohol smell to it, um, but nothing really like exceptionally different from this one at all. I'm yeah. gonna leave it as a B. Interesting. I'm smelling some like maple on it. I like the maple smell. Yeah, oak, I'd give it a maple. I give it a B plus on the nose. I would say on the nose, I I, I enjoy the smell. You know, it's like one fifteen, so the alcohol does kind of come through for me a little. So I would say B plus. All right. Once again, so, done like veterans. Sorry, Dick. Did you want to go first or would you like me? I'll go first. I'll let the champion start first. Um, <laughs> so the only thing to add is brown sugar and cherries, which you guys are saying. And the cherries are super faint. They're like a dark cherry. Mm-hmm. But I have to ask the question to you guys. If I made this a bourbon candle and it smelled just like this and you lit it in your in your kitchen or whatever, would you be happy or unhappy? Oh, I do that every day. Oh man, this is great. <laughs> I love how it smells. I love it on the I mean on the nose to me, this is great. Yeah. Like this is I, a I solid like cedar bourbon too or whiskeys. I see what you're trying to do there. On that criteria, I would say yes. But in <laughs> terms of what I want to smell out of a bourbon I'm gonna drink, I think it's in that B range. Really? Right. It's too sweet for you or what? Yeah, I I, I it's almost too cherry brown sugar. Yeah. Oh yeah. I kind of like that a lot. I mean, it, it's you that's a good example of this is like a candle. Like you get those common smells of the that brown sugar that's maple smell out of it, uh, but you don't get the other good bourbon scents out of it. It's fair. I like this one. Right. Nice. So, Dick, what'd you say on the nose? You're on mute. 
Yeah, the mute button works really well. So I like this one a lot. It's a solid A minus for me. Nice. You know what? Uh, I'm not going to... I, I don't tend to switch my opinions, but I'm going to go with your A minus. <laughs> well, we don't rate them anyway, so it's kind of... Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Maybe now you will. Yeah, exactly. But I really enjoy the... Like, I really enjoy smelling this. It's really nice. So for me, I think this may be one of the few where I actually like the taste more than the nose which doesn't happen we're not as at the often i'm <laughs> <laughs> no, getting to out my out. nose dick read the bullet points <laughs> so like i was saying going back to my nose trust me i won't miss it um i do get the ethanol on this a little bit at 115 a little yeah. bit over my sweet spot at 110 but i mean 115 is still great a little bit of ethanol on this you guys nailed it with the cherry and brown sugar. It is a sweet nose. Yeah. Once you get through that ethanol, and because of that, I will probably go B minus on this one. Mm-hmm. B minus on the nose, but that cherry is heavy once you get through. Yeah. It. Yeah. Dick nailed the like dark cherry. The cherry. Yeah. I wonder where he oh. got that from. Definitely, <laughs> it wasn't me. Uh, <laughs> so, Curtis, what do you say? You say- so who knows? Kurt, it's funny you say ethanol because at this price point, I mean, it's almost as cheap as gas now. So there you go. <laughs> Dude, you can probably definitely use some mellow corn as gas these days. Oh, paying way <laughs> yeah. cheaper per, per gallon. Um, We've mentioned mellow corn in two episodes in a row. That's Dude, I'm that's a big a fan of mellow corn. Problem there. We're going to review it, I think, at some point in one of our Yeah, episodes. we're going to squeak it in somewhere. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> won't be won't be long to talk about. So that's good. That's good. <laughs> I, I <laughs> Uh, it's neon yellow and it tastes like yeah. corn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's mellow. <laughs> Duh, end. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Right. Ready for the third dram, guys? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Let's move. Let's go. All right. So this one's a little bit of my forte, a little bit of the sports area. We did talk about it in the last one, but this one, it's real simple. I know we've got some different teams around the table. I still don't know who Dick roots for these days. Uh, if he wants to chime in on the Cowboys, sure. He already said they're a great team last week. Uh, but I know we got some Texans, Cowboys, Bears, Packers fans in the room. Just really go around. What are the expectations and what would be a successful season this year? Ooh, uh, I'll start. Um one win for the Bears would be uh, exceeding expectations this year. <laughs> Damn. That's a low bar. One win? Justin well, Fields it, takes no steps? You know what's going to happen is we're going to be like barely above 500. We're going to lose every game to the Packers that we play. We're going to get into the first round of the playoffs and lose, and then we're not going to get a dra- good draft pick. Right. It's going to be the same thing probably for another like two or three years until we Nailed finally, it. finally implode. <laughs> <laughs> completely like the and then we'll finally be able to get a good draft pick yeah it sounds like the cowboys <laughs> very similar to the cowboys for green bay the last three years i was almost dead on on the prediction every three years so they said the last three years we're gonna lose the nfc championship game um we didn't quite make it there last year but i i felt i felt if we would have made it there we would have lost it so i still yeah. feel like i was pretty close uh this year i don't think we'll get to the championship game uh, and I think it's going to be a completely different year for Green Bay. I do not believe. I think the loss of Devontae Adams is bigger than anyone's going to realize. But at the same point, what people haven't been talking about a ton outside of this area, Green Bay probably has the second best running back tandem in the league. 
and probably on their way to one of the top five best defenses in the league. So if we can adapt well, we just need A-Rod to make a couple big throws here and there. And then, like, I mean, he's going to be better than a game manager, but and we, I know he's not going to turn the ball over, but I, I feel it's going to be a lot different looking Green Bay Packers team than what we're used to seeing this year. Uh, they'll still be a playoff team because everyone else in the, in the North is god-awful. Uh, is it because uh, the drama's not there? Like, it's like last, well, last year oh, was... Now, uh, now they're saying he might be dating some girl that just said she's not a witch, so, like, there's still going to be that <laughs> drama. Um, does she, what, does she, like, not take showers? Oh God, like, what is... Fill me in. Her name is Blue. Oh, <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> it's all rumors, but... Like this is typical error. Where does he find these people? I don't know. Like <laughs> Packers not, games, doesn't he find them a back page or something? It, there's some freaky deaky like outcastonly.com or something that he's going to. Yeah, to find these crazy. I thought people. he was like engaged. He was he was, and then he broke up with her, and then he apologized on or said she was the best thing he ever had or some shit like and that. And her right? name was Devonte Adams, or then he moved cause... on or what? I don't like. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't. He's a weird dude, know. but he's a really good quarterback. So it's just kind of like you live with it, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> he is, he is pretty cool. You know, so yeah. Uh, no, he's not. He's just a weird dude. I love the guy. I'm glad he's my quarterback, but I I would want to have a beer with Brett Favre way over Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Minus. So okay. Okay. Let me time. rephrase this. Having a beer with Brett Favre without having to see a dick pic <laughs> over good beers point. with Aaron Rodgers. What about? That's arguable. I mean, what about a beer with Jordan Rogers over Aaron Rodgers? Oh no, fuck that guy. <laughs> I don't think either of them talk to their family. But anyway, so, so think, what was, speaking about uh, weird quarterbacks, um, <laughs> John Watson. Yeah, yeah. So let's get into that drama because he's no longer in the in uh, Houston. So, Kurt, what what's gonna happen this year, buddy? Dude, there's no drama. It's awesome. I mean, shit, I've been watching training camp videos, OTA videos, and I didn't have to hear one thing. Okay, maybe a couple of things, like 24, 25, possibly 26 things about Deshaun Watson, but that's a different uh, story. (laughs) No, dude, Davis Mills, I know it's easy to just throw on air and stuff. Looks good. I think he actually did a lot better than a lot of the rookie quarterbacks last year, given what he was working with. And like I said in one of our earlier episodes, if he tears it up, eight wins would be awesome. If he shits the bed and we're draft, drafting a Bryce Young or something next year, hey, what are you going to do? I'll still put on the Texans jersey, go to a couple barbecues, not talk about the Cowboys, and life will be good. That's a good life right there. <laughs> what One thing I just realized from, from your guys' perspectives of just being fans of awful, awful teams is that you guys don't have any <laughs> drama. Where if you look at the Packers, we got a crazy ass quarterback that dates the weirdest people he can find. <clears throat> well, you talk about the Buccaneers. Is Tom Brady going to play? Is Tom Brady not going to play? Is Gronk going to be here? All the good teams are having drama, like Lamar Jackson with the Rave. Like you, you got mean, all these good yeah. teams you know that drama? are having. Well, that's a good point. Jones just came. Like three girls came out of the woodwork saying, "I'm your daughter." That's drama. Yeah, but that's gone on for like thirty years. That's okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a typical thing. Fucking Jerry but, Jones. But man. the the Bears' big drama is the uh, McCaskey family. Yeah, the owners. They they they're if if they should sell the team or not. Once once the old hag dies, it's going to be really up in the air. Yeah, isn't that like, every it, NFL team like every five years? Like, like the Texans. <laughs> well, well, Cal McNair's like the Patriots, like the Broncos, like. 
it just goes. Yeah. So this is something that I did not know until fairly recently, but apparently Virginia McCaskey, who's like the current, like she's George uh, Hallis's daughter. Yeah. The chair, she's 98 years old chairwoman of yeah. the, the organization was apparently caught up in a potential murder plot of George Hallis. She's oh in like the eighties. Like this was like a big deal. It sounds very Chicago. You, that's yeah. Crazy like, shit. like I've never heard of that. And that's because I kind of it was clearly myself swept under the rug as quickly as possible. Did she, <laughs> did she do that plot with Al Capone? Like, was that something that's that what I was going to say her, her husband, like uh, some guy, you know, married into the family. And then George Hallis just dropped dead one day. <laughs> And then the guy took over the organization from outside the family. And everyone was like, whoa, 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 hold on. (laughs) Like, what? The legend of Chicago. Yeah, Um, classic Chicago, though. That is Okay, so before we talk about fantasy and ask if you guys do a league, I've got to ask. So, Packers lore, is it Rodgers or Favre? And do y'all do anything with Jordan Love anytime soon? Uh, Jordan who? Okay, that answers that one. Uh, uh, in, ter- <laughs> in terms of quarterbacks for Green Bay, Rodgers will go down as the greatest ever because he will be the greatest quarterback that's ever played in Green Bay. Um, he will still not be more beloved than Bart Starr. Okay, there it is. All Bart, right. Bart Starr will always be the most beloved Love quarterback. Love that answer. Um. And then it's going to be a toss-up between Rodgers and Favre of what you think about football. If, if, if Favre didn't go to the Jets, he probably would take that, that spot. That's a good point. Well, what about the Vikings? I mean, isn't that more of a controversial move? I, I mean, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's kind of funny, but um, <laughs> it's I, – I don't – like, everyone's, everyone's forgave and forget there. And that's – I think part of it is because of Brett's flip-flopping, and then part of it is – the team saying like, you know what? We got to get him out of here because we got this other thing sitting right here that's shinier and new and way better. Well, and if, and if Rogers Rod- wasn't such an ass, yeah, he'd probably be yeah a better. Rogers Rogers has such a weird thing, but he's such. I mean, you can't deny his stats is the way he plays yeah. quarterback. It's it's. I mean, what's the weirdest? The last couple of years, ten combined interceptions in two seasons with close to eighty touchdowns, like. The quarterbacking is better, but if you're a diehard old school football fan, you'll say Favre over Rodgers. Yeah. If you're if you're into the way the football is played these days, it's definitely Rodgers over Favre. But it'll uh, Bart Starr will always go down as the most beloved. I feel like that's a Republican Democrat argument, like right there. Like you're either one side of the aisle or not, and you're like hard one way or the other, right? Yeah, that's probably a pretty fair assessment. <laughs> nice. Polarized. Do y'all, do y'all do any fantasy league? Is there any of that going on? Yeah, but uh. I'm, I don't really know enough to be like really dangerous. Yeah, no, I mean, um, I just kind of pick whoever Yahoo tells me to and then Dude. go from there. ESPN <laughs> picks it for me. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a few leagues. I will say, though, years ago, before you were even around, I helped his now wife. Oh, he was born or no, before he before <laughs> before we knew who Jake was. I was friends with his wife before I met Jake. Well, Dan is almost at retirement. Yeah, so. I'm getting close. Um, <laughs> I I drafted a team for his wife once for her friends league to the point where like, she's like, I can't start the draft. She had something going on. So she comes over and I'm sitting at my desk with all my shit up and I'm doing her drafting team. 
and I'm sitting there drinking my beer, uh, eating my chips. She just comes over and grabs the chips and queso and starts eating it. I pick her team. I manage her team. I talk shit for her team, which everyone knew that then it wasn't her. <laughs> That's awesome. Especially the way I talk shit. But did it win? <laughs> she wins the league. Oh, shit. There I, it is. Nothing. Yeah, it's oh, not right. <laughs> you get a pat on the back, my friend. That's a that's a solid friend right there. Yeah. <laughs> and then right, like that's the last time I've won a fantasy league. <laughs> <laughs> and he wouldn't even you. Nice. Uh all right, Dick. Ready for the palette on that glass? Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, my glass is empty, dude. <laughs> Means you're gonna have to pour another one. Fill her up, Buttercup. I gotta, right. I gotta wake up at two in the morning to go to San Antonio. <laughs> you know, they, it's it's weird. Like we've never seen. I was telling Jake and Dan, I've never seen five a.m. flights from San from Chicago to San Antonio. It used to be like seven thirty and two, and then maybe one at six. And now it's five a.m., three p.m., and like seven p.m. So anyway, I'm waking up at two in the morning to catch a five a.m. flight at O'Hare. What is that? Like four hours? No, it's it's like two and a half. Oh, three nice. top. Three tops. This direct direct shot, right? You're not, this, you're yeah, not gonna yeah. have to lay over in Dallas or anything. Yeah, but the the O'Hare uh, security is the big kicker. Uh, you never know how should be okay though. Yeah, you're uh, fine that early. Yeah, you, uh, should usually, be fine. yeah. Uh, but yeah, sometimes right. you never know. Well, no, you're right. I mean, if you're there between nine and five, you're fucked, man. You are standing in line for like three hours. There. Well, on our honeymoon, me and my wife, you know, we got there early. Our flight was really early. Um, so when we got to the airport, the airport wasn't technically open yet. Um, so we were standing at the security gate watching TSA agents just kind of like stare at the ceiling for like 20 minutes before they finally opened the lines up. It was like, okay, why, why are you even here? If you're not going to like process people because it's the government. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I have a 10 a.m. flight. Uh, next week so i'm excited about that now great i mean <laughs> but i'm in the morning which one's better o'hare or midway like which o'hare. one's o'hare okay. yeah i mean it's not i've even never com- been to midway. it's not even comparable because midway is just all southwest and a couple of delta flights you'll get oh, i fly southwest so thanks for you'll, you'll get shot driving <laughs> to midway and the worst part about midway is the runway is super short so as soon as those oh wheels hit God, dude, you hit are the in brakes. the seat in front of you they hit the brakes. It's a small good note. Ass. Good note. So Spirit, Spirit uh, Airlines. Uh, Spirit goes to actually Midway. Yeah. So I mean, oh. and O'Hare. And yeah, Southwest started flying into O'Hare now. So yeah. I've taken a couple of Southwest flights out of O'Hare because they started flying there, uh, like this year, I think. Yeah. And if you go to O'Hare, and uh, I don't remember what airline it is, you get to walk under that neon. You go to the neon tunnel. Like, so you United. Know. That's a United terminal. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. United. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean it's not even it's not even a comparison. Or you can go on uh was American and reenact the home alone run down the hallway. You can you do know? that. Because <laughs> they haven't renovated it since or what? No, it's exactly the same. It's exactly <laughs> the same. Well, the flags are there and everything. Well, yeah. and it's funny because at Christmas time, which you know, Home Alone was shot in Christmas at O'Hare, and Christmas time yeah. is so fucking annoying because you're like rushing to go to your gate, and there's like family after family after family <laughs> taking pictures in that stupid place. Yeah, you're like, no, just move to the side. I gotta go to my flight. Uh, but anyway, and Midway don't have international flights uh, except for Southwest goes to Mexico, a couple of places, and that's it. So you got to go to O'Hare for if you're flying international. Which Inter- super is international too. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So let's do the uh, palette on this thing. Y'all want to go first? You want us to? You go. 
We'll go next. Yeah. Carton, you want to go first? Sure. Why not? As I finish another glass. So this one, I actually like the taste on this one, the palate a lot better. Um, this one, you really get the sweetness. I'm getting like brown sugar, a little burnt, a little Coca-Cola on this one, like oh, you nice. said earlier. Oh, Jesus. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Came, I came to... Well, pull hold on. Up. Ask him. Okay, can you define the Coca-Cola? What is it again? Uh, Coke. Yeah, but the syrup—it's a little Coke syrup, right? Not yes, just Coke, like. Thank you. Yes, Coke. So, oh, yes. Like before, they like just changed the machines. Uh, about, you're about—you're the first one using it. Oh, yeah. nice. That's uh, heavy little, syrup. Yeah, a little syrup. Uh, like when the machine—the the Coke machine has its period. Yes, not not <laughs> this week though. Maybe next week for me. Um, but yeah, a little bit of cherries. I blow. really like the palate. The one fifteen is doesn't bite like a 115 like the nose had the ethanol this one i actually give an a minus on the palate for this one a minus yes sir nice okay all right the only thing i'm going to add to that is like traditional bourbon spice and a little bit of oakiness but nothing like super powerful the the tang, like the bite it has on my tongue, at least right now. I don't know if it's because I've had three or what, but there's still like this refreshing, like pop as it yeah. hits the tongue. So bourbon butter. I'm not going to call this bourbon butter tonight. It may just be my palate, but I'm going to give this a, a, mm, not a so, well, hold on. A. An a, let's be okay. grammatically correct. A, 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 uh, I go to AA meetings, uh, and, and they're also good. Be the guy outside saying, "Hey, you want to you want to pull before you go?" <laughs> I was like, "Can you give me all your bourbon at your house, please?" Uh, which is, hey, earlier in in one of our episodes, we were talking about. I was telling them, so you you know, we we were trying some some Jack, right? It was like a bottle and bond Jack Daniels, I think. It's like, can you do whiskey and Coke and still drink it neat? And I think I won the argument. No. Yes, no. you can. You can drink whiskey, and then do Coke. <clears throat> And then you're drinking your whiskey neat and doing lines of coke, and then you're still doing neat. <laughs> I was I was really following along there, and you said lines. I was like, that does make sense. Okay, <laughs> you never have to mix it with anything. Anyway, um, so yeah, Dick. I'm sorry, I interrupted. So no, no, you're, is that called the Macaulay Culkin when you do it that way? <laughs> <laughs> it's called at Home Alone. It's called the Vince Vaughn. <laughs> no, uh, I'll, I'll give this one an A, but it's over to you guys. Roberto, right. you're the uh, resident uh, expert. Well, just just very similar notes, actually. Uh, you know, you said cherry, and and the cherry flavor is actually there. It's really nice. It's like chocolate cherry for me. So, you know, like when you get one of those chocolate cherry bars, I mean, that's exactly what it tastes like, like a cherry Garcia, actually. Which I'm a big fan oh, of cherry nice. ice cream. Like um, syrup for sure, like maple syrup, cinnamon, caramel, and I. You know, you said something about like this slight maybe just a little oak flavor and it's true i don't think it's overpowering the like the the oak flavor i don't think it's overpowering it's there uh, but it's really nice and then the vanilla notes and i agree with you the the bite on the tongue is really nice and it doesn't last forever right it don't last like like 100 ripe whiskey that we've had before where it's just lingering spice yeah uh this is a good bite but it goes away pretty quickly it's, I, a, nice, I, it's a nice spice i would say i would say an a yeah AA. <laughs> Go ahead, Jake. Me? All right. Um, I I'm getting like a barrel aged cherry coke. Oh. Uh, I, I never ate that cherry coke. I like it. Yeah. 
Very nice. Yeah, a little bit of oak, but I, I'm getting a pretty solid cherry coke flavor. Um, Very so nice. yeah, I'll give this a solid A. Solid A, yeah. I'm gonna I'm good. gonna come in at a B plus. I, I like it. Yeah. Um I I do like the fact that it's kind of like a tale of two two bourbons when you drink it. So when it hits the front, when you first get the first sip of it, you it is very, very sweet, and you get a really strong bourbon finish at the end of it. You get a little bit of that alcohol in the back end. Yeah. It sits there for a couple seconds and it doesn't linger. I like that. Yeah. Um honestly, though, for me, it's a little sweet. Oh, um sweet. At 115 proof, it, it is a very kind of syrupy for me. Um, yeah. But I, it's still a very, very good bourbon. So I got to ask this, and this is going to be kind of a bridge to our next section, right? So, Dan, specifically with what you said, you seem to be the one that's kind of being a little bit, uh, I'm going to say a harsher critic on it, and that's okay. Yeah. But what do you like? Like, give me, I know what this tastes like, but give me what you think is like an A, A plus off the top of your head. For for reasonable things. Um Honestly, a couple of my favorites anymore that are in the same price range of this would be the Smooth Ambler Contradiction, okay. as well as uh, the Bellmead Reserve Special Reserve. Mm. Um, I like those. They they're around the same proof. They're in the they're close to one ten. Uh, yeah, uh, they're right around that fifty sixty dollar price range. Good pick. Um, they have a little bit more complexity without as much as the sweetness to them. Mm. Is the right. is the Bellmead weeded? The Bell, uh, they have a bourbon. The Bellmead Reserve Special Reserve is not weeded. It's not, but they're both MGP, I believe. Yes, no Bellmead is. They're blended. Sure. Yep, they're both yeah. blended. See, so yeah, Dan just likes low class whiskey. You know, it's... Dan. We had a whole conversation about this okay. before. Like, you just MGP... two, this this guy is saying this. He just bought a two hundred fifty dollar bottle of blended whiskey last night, and a hundred fifty dollar yeah. bottle of blended whiskey last night. And so the names were. We... Uh, Joseph Magnus uh, cigar, Magnus cigar blend, blend and uh, I can see that. that's a good one. So, yeah. so before he gives me shit for blended, <laughs> he spent $400 on two bottles of blended bourbon last night. So let's just throw his, whatever Jake has to say is out the window. <laughs> Sounds like so, he's living the good life. <laughs> so if, if I told you the two bourbons that I've ever spent that much on was a $250 Garrison Brothers Cowboy bourbon. Ooh, and a hundred and fifty dollars Sinatra Jack Daniels. Would you judge me as hard? No, no. Okay, that's Jake. Because Jake bought those, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jake's, Jake's got him. I think we've tried it. We've My tried Sinatra, I got for like ninety bucks at yeah. Costco, though. So. That's oh, a really good deal. That's a good we tried the yeah. Cowboy. Did you open the Cowboy? I no, not yet. Yeah. I'm right? saving that yeah. for the Texas series. That we yeah, did. yeah. I'm gonna. There we go. If I can find some in San Antonio. Uh, Balmaria is oh. out right now. If you're interested. Okay. Ooh, nice. I got one of those. Yeah. That yeah. if you're looking for a Coke Coca-Cola looking bourbon, that is oh, a Coca-Cola yeah. looking bourbon. That's all of them. They're all yeah. dark. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that that's that's probably the darkest bourbon I've ever had. That is very dark. Yeah. 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 Good point. Very nice. Well, we uh we do like our sweet tea down here in Texas. So sweeter the better. Di- us, diabetes, you know? <laughs> diabetes in the glass. There you go. Uh Fort Dram. Let's do it. Fort Dram. All right. So this is the one that we wanted to get to because we just wanted to get an overall sense of what the whiskey scene is like in Chicago. So in order to kind of stay on track, because I'm sure we could talk about this for like two hours, we just wanted to shoot the headlines at you guys. How competitive is it? What are the good whiskey joints there in Chicago? What are y'all's thoughts on Texas whiskey, whiskey which we have dabbled in a little bit before? 
And then Dick likes to make fancy smancy cocktails. We'll see how much y'all dive into that. So how competitive is over there in Chi-Town? Stupid competitive. Yeah. Yeah, we don't get a lot of Sazerac. Uh, Texas gets a lot more Sazerac than we do. Illinois don't really get anything, which is really hard to find. Like the Wellers and the, you name them, you know, whatever Sazerac is, it's hard to find here. Yeah, and every everything gets uh, over overpriced. Overpriced um, for him, yeah, for sure. Way, way over retail. Yeah. Um, unless you know the liquor store or the liquor store owner. And you have like a good relationship yeah. and they'll charge you, you know, like actual retail. Um, you're, I mean, like yeah. the, the example we love to point out is uh, this liquor store by Dan's house has a bottle of uh, George stag that's uh, he's selling for $900. Taxi yeah. Well, well that, and just the other day I walked in there and he had knob 12 out for one twenty, and what? I that for $75 that's a jewel where they had four on the shelf. Yeah. Does yeah. it, do they only do it in like those color cut, cut out stars? And this is like 900 on it. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> they, no, it's discount. It's, it's behind the, <laughs> it's behind the store. It's behind the counter. Yeah. And they just had the bottle sitting out. And then you ask how much you ask how much it is. And then they tell you, and then they go, are you serious about it? Because when they say that they're wondering to know how much you'll pay cash for that right. bottle yeah, yeah they don't so it doesn't go through the register yeah that's what the liquor store yeah. that's what it's like you're in because i was like uh the the stag i was like i'll i'll buy that for cash like yeah i'll pay like 300 for yeah. it and the girl was like okay let me go talk to the manager yeah. she comes back she's like yeah best he could do is 800 i was like yeah that's stu- stupid know what you bought that for yeah <laughs> like you I mean, bought that for like 45 dollars 40 bucks yeah. like <laughs> so stupid that's that's how it is i mean it's ultra competitive it's hard to find anything good i mean there's good there's good stores like if you go to benny's or liquor uh, liquor barn yeah that's the the big benefit of benny's is that they do not charge over right right retail that's like specs here yeah 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 exactly but it's hard i mean it's hard to find anything even our guy sam who finds some really good bottles he's having a hard time finding anything sazerac yeah. Uh and, and you know he'll he'll do a little bit of a markup because he's he's got to make money. Yeah. Uh but it but he's he's really reasonable and that's the only store I think that we found that you can find some reasonable stuff uh that, that he'll sell you. So yeah. I picked up a bottle of Weller Special Reserve today for 40 bucks for the 175 at Specs. Yeah. Um just in honor of you guys because I was like I get in the 1920 and I got to do it for them. Wait the <laughs> oh yeah 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 the 750. So, yeah, the 750. Yeah yeah. Um, but my question for you, kind of building off that Sam's point, how was the the bourbon, the National Bourbon Day bourbon tasting there? Oh, that wasn't at Sam's. That was at a, at another local place. Oh, yeah. okay. Old Eagle. Yeah. Uh, okay. And that yeah, was yeah. they 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 have that week or almost weekly where they'll have a distiller come in, and <laughs> yeah. they had it was Coppercraft and Joseph Magnus, and everyone was there to try and win the raffle to be able to spend two hundred fifty dollars to buy a bottle of Sam. Which I won and my wife won. Ah, there you go. Okay, that's where it came from. And I got I got a very <laughs> hell out of this, so that was good. Yeah. Uh, Gold Eagle is one of those that's just you know it's it's a it's a great place, but same thing. You know, again, Illinois is the one. It's not by store; it's by state, and Illinois gets screwed on all the allocation. So Gold Eagle actually, when they get something, they're pretty fair. They just put it on Instagram and say, "We got ten bottles of Weller. Come get it. First come, first serve." You got to be on top of the Instagram. And yeah. if you're lucky enough to see it on time and then go to the store, you get a bottle. Uh, one of the, one not- of the things that they do exceeding, it's exceedingly well, though, 
is they do a lot of barrel picks. Yeah. And then they, they have like, you know, have 20 cases yeah. of a barrel pick. So like your yeah. odds of getting something are, are pretty good, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, that's a good point. That's yeah. A pretty so, good deal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they do. They have a ton of barrel picks. And, and if you follow the Gold Eagle Instagram, their owner, Jake, is always in friggin' Kentucky or Tennessee doing a barrel pick. Yeah. He's like, shit, I did not win the job lottery on that hashtag, one. Yeah. Hashtag dream job. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so yeah. so we've we've talked about this before. Usually getting the expensive bottles is a hard thing to do around here. And, and there's places that we have, like for San Antonio, we've talked about 1919 several times. In fact, if you are going there, that is definitely a place to check out because that's one of the places that we've gotten more of the expensive stuff for a cheaper dram or two. Uh, Houston Reserve 101 is a nice little spot. What are what are the Chicago places that maybe I don't want to spend $500 on the bottle, but maybe I'll spend $70 to try a glass or two? Mm. Um, I mean, I just went to one. Yeah, Friday I went to, uh, and, and I got to say, if you're, you know, I mean, Chicago is obviously the third biggest city in the country. There's a five million whiskey bars that are well known and and you know people frequent and and it's always it's always a good time. I went to one that's been around. I think the Lila's open in like 1930 something. I mean it's old as hell. It's in uh, in the north side of Chicago, and they have 500 whiskeys on the menu. So when you when you walk in, you ask for the Bible, and they know what the Bible is. Of course, like hey, can I have the Bible? They give you a book about this big, and then you just flip through them. To your point, that's a really good place to go in and try anything that you haven't tried before or that you can find. Uh, they mark it up pretty nicely. So, you know, I was telling them that, um, for example, an E.H. Taylor uh, single barrel. So we, we, no, I always get them wrong. Why? Which one's the, the more expensive one? The barrel proof? The barrel proof. Yeah, the green label? Yes, the <clears throat> green label barrel proof. Uh, I think they had it for like $45. That's not bad. Ounces. Uh, it's a... Probably more than I would, well, I you, would pay. You had one that, what was the one that was just ridiculous? Uh, you said you well, they're thinking about getting. There but. was, yeah, there was a a Brooklady, uh, twenty three, which Brooklady is a scotch. It's not a, it's not a bourbon. Uh, a hell scotch. Dude, I, I, I'm a big fan of scotch, and I think we're gonna do scotch in one of our episodes at some point. Lagavulin in sixteen all day. Uh, yeah, yes. exactly. Uh, Brooklady twenty three. They had it for ninety five dollars an ounce. So I was like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I would love to try that, but I'm not going to yeah. pay 90. If you can get out to the suburbs, it's about half that. Yeah, yeah. there's there's a place <laughs> by us uh, that I heard had good whiskey. Um, and I, I the first time I went there, I was going to meet Roberto and his wife there. And I walk in and behind the bar, they had all the pappies on the shelf. They had yeah. the stag seniors. They had all that. And like pappy 12 was 20 or 25 bucks. The stag seniors were 25 bucks yeah. a pour. Um like the 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 Pappy twenty three, I didn't try, but that was like eighty bucks. It was eighty for two ounces. That's, that's a really good price. That's but so that's yeah. yeah. But you're going to be about forty five minutes northwest of the city for that. But yeah, that's you're worth that it. It's pretty good. Um, yeah. And they got like we've we've been there a few times. We haven't been there in quite a while. We I know that we should go back. Um, yeah. And, uh, so and there's the uh, me and Dan went to the shooting range one day, and uh, we're driving back, and Dan's like, uh, yeah. you you want to try uh, CYPB? <laughs> oh and yeah, I was like. I was like, um, okay. So he's like, all right, uh, go down this road, this road. We pull up to this bar Piece that's like bar. completely unfinished wood. Oh, yeah. It looks like it's going to collapse at any second. Yeah. I'm like, why are we here? <laughs> I, I, I go, look, we'll eat it. We're going to drink this on the patio because if you walk in, the bathroom smells like HPV. 
Um, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, Oracle market. That's a good. That's a good smell. Market right outside that says this is the the birthplace of chlamydia. It's like a, it's <laughs> it's like a used car market. smell. It's they. I have no idea. It's the. It's I. I live in a in a small area, a small town of like that isn't really even considered a suburb anymore. And no. this is just a, got downgraded. Like, is that what you mean? No, I mean no. it's so no, far away. It's this so is far Iowa. City. Like, he's like two <laughs> seconds from Iowa. And it it is the world shittiest bar. But they have CYP, well, or CYPB. They have some of the Rima stuff. Yeah, they had all kinds they had of also, stuff. And it's like, like I walked in with Jake, and it was right before his wedding. And I said, I'll get you one. It's they had it for CYPB for thirty bucks a pour. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, last last weekend single. Let's go in. We'll get some of this. We'll sit on the patio so we don't get diseased. Um, <laughs> and the guy's sitting there, no sleeves, obviously, because we're in we're in Hickville. This is and he's like, man. he's like, this is $30. I'm like, yeah, I'll take two pours of them just neat. And he's like, <laughs> I am jealous. I'm- yeah, well, like he's like pouring it. He over pours on the first one. He's like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So, he had no idea what he had. No, no. no. I still haven't tried. I have a bottle. I still haven't tried it. But I don't, uh, don't want to open. Yeah. It. So there's there's some random places like that. But that yeah. That, and like I said, unless but, you want to. I mean, it. to get that though, just think about the mountains and mountains oh, yeah. of Fireball that, had that to he's be sold. selling. He's just selling Fireball all day, <laughs> and it makes sense because it's it's you know it's Island Lake. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I'll, you know, but again, I'll, I'll go back to Delilah. Uh, shit, I can't even talk anymore because I've been drinking for three hours. I'll go back to Delilah's because if you're in Chicago and if you're in the city, like if you're staying downtown or something, Delilah's is like true Chicago. I mean, it's the north side of Chicago. It's beautiful. Wait, where is it? Lincoln Park? It's in Lincoln Park. Yeah. So Lincoln Park is very historic. It's a, it's oh, I love a, their album. Yeah. Yeah. Except for that's Lincoln Pour Park. Some out. Pour some out. That's a, <laughs> that's a different Lincoln Park in California um but uh but yeah i would go to the lilas because it's true chicago whiskey bar you go in and the crowd is great you know the area the neighborhood's pretty cool you go get some mexican food at 2 a.m right next door i mean it's great so i recommend that it's a good place yeah so you know you mentioned uh dick likes his fancy cocktails so when you're in chicago you should check out the aviary it's a very like upscale cocktail bar aviary is good yeah, yeah, nice. it's fun. Dick so, makes his own uh, smoked old fashions. I'm not gonna lie, they're they're pretty tasty. Dude, we have smoking kits. Mm-hmm. I haven't done one in a while. I yeah, just get. Been, I, I've been promised multiple times I was gonna get a smoked old fashioned, <laughs> and they just, never bring. We just it. keep forgetting to bring. You guys them. have it's the whole like glass container. You have yeah, the, smoke, the wood chips. Yeah. yeah. I'll see. I do it. I do it different. Like I take. It's a kit. You can. Someone. My wife got it for me somewhere, but it's a side plank of a oak barrel and it's got like a little ring and you can stick your yeah. cap into it. and so you take the um i don't know, like the sous vide you know propane lighter thing yeah. and get that caught on fire and you just smoke your glass before that's, you pour it in. i have one of those too oh, yeah, it's pretty cool. okay. simpler it's a lot easier that's one of the ones i have you put it on top of the glass and it just smokes it yeah oh yeah, that's yeah. cool yeah. yeah if you want to set so, your house on fire that's the way to do it all right <laughs> so we'll keep it simple before we go into the ratings Texas whiskey, good or bad? Good. Excellent. Yeah. Good. Favorite. Right. Don't, uh, other uh, than Balcones, we were I, talking about this last time. I like, okay. uh, I like the Garrison Brothers single barrel. It's a really uh, good one. Garrison Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll say the Belmora. That's probably my favorite Garrison Brothers I got. Uh, what's I the other one in North Texas? Garrison Brothers. What's the only one? I forget. I keep Balcones uh, so is in what? Waco. Waco. But there's Waco. also. Um, 
Miramigs. Miramig Green. TX. TX, but there's another one. There's what? Falcones. Miramig Green is blended. Or maybe not. They're in Texas. Iron Root. The Iron Root. Oh, Iron Root. Yes, that's in Minnesota, I think. Good. Yes, yes, that's the one I was thinking about. I think I think hands down Garrison is is probably my my first one. TX is number two. Balconis is just amazing, but you told us to leave Balconis out of the equation. So, uh, but do yeah. me a favor and pick up some Maverick if you see it. And if you don't see it, I'll 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 send you guys some essential oils of it, um, okay. a variety pack. And still Austin. Normally still Austin's the other one. Oh, yeah, we haven't gotta, cracked this open yet. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. What is that? Still what Austin. Is oh, is that the? Arena? There you go. Oh, that's the musician, but that's a guest drink, right? That was an, that was another import, yes, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if it completely sucks, you know, sorry. I'm anyway. in the import export business. Order <laughs> uh, over here, exactly. <laughs> All righty, I think it's about that time. You want to get to the rating of this glass overall? Let's go, man. All right, I go I'll B start plus. With... Oh, sorry. No, go <laughs> for it. Take it. No, you started it. It, it is what it is. You're a guest. Go for it, Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Got it. B plus. No other comments. Uh, a minus <laughs> overall a minus yeah i'm gonna average my score and go with an a minus a minus i like their style quick and easy a minus that's how dan <laughs> likes it i knew that was coming <laughs> so did she that's what she said <laughs> boom all right all right so kurt you want to go and uh, close us out sir all right so we talked a lot about Chicago. We had our buddies over here from Bourbon Matters. We talked a little bit of sports, expectations from our teams this year, and then basically we had a good time just shooting the shit. So, Dick, where can people here us shoot the shit at? All right. So, Drammers, as you already know, at 4THDRAM on Instagram is the best way to follow us. But you can also find us at 4DRAMAGOLD.com. And if you're ever questioning anything Kurt is saying and see if it's really bullshit or not, or you want some better opportunities to, to get in contact with the Bourbon Matters crew, just shoot us an email at 4DRAMAGOL at gmail.com. But most importantly, making sure that you're following us on all the social medias and your podcast streaming services, including YouTube. And the most important thing about this crossover episode is to make sure that you are in touch and following the Bourbon Matters crew. And I'll kick it over to the Bourbon Matters team to tell you a little bit about where to get in contact with them again. Yeah, no, thank, and thanks for having us. This was this was great. It, it really has been. And we really yep. enjoyed the episode where you, uh, you know, we collaborated with you. So that was great, too. Uh, Truth Social, CNN Plus. <laughs> Uh, what else? Where where else can people find us? MySpace. In MySpace. <laughs> yeah. Yes, How many yes. defunct platforms? The, ma- the metaverse. What about 4chan? Do you guys have a, a Reddit thread there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're Craigslist. Eight chan exclusively. Uh, there's <laughs> also the OnlyFans account. It's a little <laughs> Oh, we don't talk about that. Is one. that it's all feet? OnlyFans. OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. OnlyFans underscore Jake's got the goods. Uh, so anyway, no, thanks again for having us. This has been a, a blast. Uh, you can find Bourbon Matters on Instagram, which is truly where we have the highest engagement. Uh, and the handle is Bourbon Matters. Facebook, we have Bourbon Matters as well. And, you know, again, a lot of the content we cross post on Facebook and Instagram is yeah. really good. And then we have a website, uh, bourbonmatterspodcast.com. And we can you can see pictures of us and I think we have our Instagram feed. Actually, we just want to we copy that from you, by the way, because I was like, they're like, then you got to step up your fucking game. You know, these guys have their Instagram <laughs> feed on their website and, and, and we don't have shit. We have we were like behind 27 episodes. We had episode one, two and three. Uh, and now finally, we have up to 27, I think, on the website. So 
Again, I and then uh, the podcast. That's where can they find us? Yes, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, uh, and soon to be YouTube. So check out the video episodes. It should be coming out uh, starting next week. Yeah, soon. Next week, whenever. Soonish. <laughs> Two weeks. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So with that, we always do a quote of the episode, and I know Kurt has an excellent one lined up that is very, very specific to the uh, Chicago area near and dear. So, Kurt, why don't you uh, close this out, sir? Absolutely. Once again, thank you, Bourbon Matters, for joining us here today. It would not be right unless I used a quote by one of probably the greatest athlete from Chicago to ever live, the great late Walter Payton. When you're good at something, you tell everyone. When you're great at something, they tell you. So no matter what you're doing, keep working at it, and eventually you're going to get feedback and you're going to enjoy it. So thanks for joining us tonight. We did what we do best. We had some fun. We made some new whiskey friends, and it's been great. So to the next snap and to the next dram. Drink on, drammers. Cheers. Cheers. Much more inspirational than beautiful. Just telling everyone that he's the talent. I know.